Hi guys, thanks for joining us on the second episode of You, Me, and the Other Guy. I'm joined, as always, with my co-host, Avadeim. Hello, hello, everybody. Um, okay, so yeah, this week we decided to um, do an episode on BJJ, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, because Vadim is a black belt. I wish. <laughs> yeah, Vadim is a, a Jiu-Jitsu practitioner. Yeah, that's what it, that's what you say, right? A jujitsuist, <laughs> a jujitsuer. Uh, I yeah. I what do you guys, what do you guys call yourselves? Practitioner, I guess. Nah, do you, <laughs> you do jujitsu? Yeah, you do jujitsu. Okay, and okay, so jujitsu start... blue belt. Blue belt. Okay. Well, okay. Let's. And how long does it usually take to get to blue belt? It's after white, right? Yeah, it's white, blue, purple, brown, black. And to get to blue, uh, you can get it. I mean, it depends, but Just maybe the average, like yeah. a year or something. Okay. That's what I also like about jujitsu. It's that, that you don't... Because I know like with karate and taekwondo, <laughs> yeah. and taekwondo, you have to like do a test. Like this stupid test I used to do where you break a board, you do your... Uh, oh, yeah. Your little formal dance thing that they do, the kata, whatever. Uh-huh. And then uh, you break a board, and then, yeah, that's it. They give you a belt. Um, so and you, you could did, literally uh, do it every month. You did taekwondo? Yeah, I have my black belt in taekwondo. You have a black belt in taekwondo? Yeah, but you didn't know? I didn't know you have a black belt. I no, I, I got all the way to black, and then I quit because of college. Wow, And but no karate, right? No, no, no karate. I'm, I did taekwondo for like eight years. Um, wow. and I I was one of the only ones who got my black belt on the eighth year. I remember people who started with me, they were on their black belt within a year because they would do the test every month. Oh, you could get it within a year. Yeah, you just there's a monthly test and you just do the test and you get the next belt. It's ridiculous. Oh. And I remember like there was these all these like older guys who like came in with their wives and their kids and they had they were, like this big belly and <laughs> their gym yeah. bags, but they yeah. were black belt and they were so garbage. They well, were so bad. You know, like there's people with big bellies who are jujitsu black belts, but oh, that, like, I, jujitsu is different. Yeah, but that's what I realized. Like the even you can't even judge them like visually. You're like, oh, this yeah. guy is. No, no, that's for jujitsu. It's hundred percent different for for karate, taekwondo, and all those stupid yeah. kicking the air sports, which was which I highly like. If I ever get into a conversation with anyone that wants to put their kids into martial arts, I always tell them. Just don't do any karate, don't do any taekwondo, don't do any like kung fu. Because all that stuff is what you do is you damage your knees because you're constantly kicking the air, hyperextending mm. your knee. I've, mm. I messed up both my knees because of it. Like, my knees are always like a little sore because you're hyperextending. Well, I mean, if you put them in jiu-jitsu, they're going to they're gonna get damaged from that too. Like. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. There's injuries, I guess, in every sport, but... I don't know. I, I, I think if I was to advise someone to put their kids into ju- martial arts, I would do jiu-jitsu. Just because, not only, not because I feel like it has less um, injuries, I think it's because the injuries are kind of worth it because you actually get something really big out of it. Where the other sports, you don't. You really don't. You get in shape. Sure, you get in shape, but yeah. no, there's no self-defense. Yeah, I, yeah. I would, like, yeah, for... My daughter or whatever, my son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say jujitsu because it just has more 
I think benefit overall. It's like yeah. sure if you want karate, go ahead. Like it's fun, you're active, you know, it's a lot better than, you know, whatever, nothing, mm -hmm. but um nothing wrong with it. But like yeah, it's like jujitsu is like you'll legitimately learn like legit yeah. self defense skills. Yeah, I I honestly believe that it can save your life in in like the worst scenarios. But And it's yeah, it's good for whatever. Confidence for like kids who are growing up it's like very good can you imagine like you put your kid into jiu-jitsu for instance at like five and he sticks to it <laughs> yeah like all yeah, his yeah. life yeah, yeah that'd be crazy um but uh, uh but I, I the only time i would recommend like martial arts such as karate or taekwondo is, is if you're good at let's say really good at boxing and really good at jiu-jitsu mm -hmm. but i'm like okay well you need to also learn to how to use your legs yeah yeah i think right. it's yeah it's cool to like be able to kick yeah well i mean the ufc guys right They're, they do like the yeah, combination yeah. of everything right? yeah 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 learn to kick. i would say like i mean i don't know i don't know about uh striking like mm -hmm. i've never done it i just hear about it but muay thai is really good oh yeah muay thai. i know uh, a guy who does muay thai if you want to like use your legs too mm -hmm. i guess even kickboxing but yeah boxing is good but you know no there's no kicks yeah um, but kick you you hit like a good point uh muay thai and uh, kickboxing are really good because um they're not like karate and taekwondo because in karate and taekwondo there's a lot of snap to the mm -hmm, knee mm -hmm. like when you kick the whole point of taekwondo and karate is that when you are in a tournament and you hit someone you want to hear the slap against their their body or their armor that they're wearing the gear mm -hmm. because that's what gives you the point that's what the judges hear. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of snapping like coming around. But with Muay Thai and kickboxing, it's all in the hips. So you like wind the entire leg around, right? Which is why those guys go through like tree trunks with their legs. Yeah. Like so it, yeah, th those are good. I remember in karate, I did it a little bit. But uh, it was like extend and bring your knee back or bring yeah. your leg back, right? Is that yeah. the same thing? It was like Not so much in Taekwondo, but yes. I, when I was in Iran, when I was a little kid, I did a little karate and I remember that. Yeah, snap and bring your leg back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sidekick was like knee up, like extend and back. Yeah. And yeah. then down. It looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. But in maybe Muay Thai, it's more like like you're going through the person yeah it's all like about that. how you cause the most amount of damage yeah. yeah yeah yeah. so okay so let's get into it a little bit um so you've been how long have you been doing jiu-jitsu now so i would say maybe like over three years now oh really it seemed like it's longer because you did it in, when you lived in the states too no 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 i i started in montreal for like a couple oh, okay. two months uh -huh. I started in Montreal and then I went, yeah, then I came to Toronto and then I did it here for in another place for a, a little bit, a couple months oh, okay. too. And then I moved downtown and that's where oh, I'm still. still you, so you you changed um, gyms. Gyms because of you moved or yeah, because you found yeah. a better gym? Because I moved. So would you say this gym is better than the last one? Uh, the This gym is much bigger. The the last one, it was like um, one of the black belts from my current gym started his own gym. Oh, I see. And he has a really good gym. He, but that was his first like place where he started. Mm -hmm. So it was like a he was like renting or sharing a place with somebody else. And now yeah. he started his own gym in Whitby, and it's a great gym too. 
Oh, in Whitby. Yeah, yeah, in Whitby. Wow. He's really good. He's a really good black belt. Um, but yeah, this one is a, it's like the big gym. It's like the biggest gym almost in Canada, I would say. What? How many square feet do you know? No, I'd, I wouldn't know, but it's two, two big floors. Oh, okay. Wow. And th they have a huge white belt program. It's like exclusively white belt. Um, it's really good for beginners to, to start that they like show you basics. You only go with white belts. Mm. for like hold the whole time you just do white belt class and then so, you graduate you go upstairs and it's like all belts but when i started oh, really? in montreal yeah and when i started in montreal it was like you just like there was no white belt program it was like go and you you had like no nothing oh and i remember like fighting this girl and she's like kind of beating me up and and the instructor comes by and he's like like go choke him and she's like it's his first day <laughs> and he's like it doesn't doesn't matter oh, so man. so but you know i was i had this mentality that no matter what i'm not gonna quit like i'm yeah. like like sure beat the shit out of me like yeah not like hurt me but yeah yeah i'm not gonna like get discouraged basically well so this girl you're what belt level was she was she, what was she oh, I, I can't even remember but everybody destroys you like yeah everybody like girls oh. like you're just really, such yeah? a it's crazy oh, dude, you're such but a doesn't, noob okay so when this is i'm asking because of my ignorance but do you yeah. when you fight a girl when you when you roll with a girl yeah um doesn't your strength just out outdo everything like can't you just pin her down with your arm <laughs> just and just pin her down like well like what you do is if uh if you're rolling like you, you tone it down for someone who is like a little bit lower than you in rank. So they if they know less. No, or, but, but for or me, if I was like you versus like, let's say a brown belt girl. <laughs> you know, that's yeah, crazy. But look, well, this is this is how I approach it. If someone's either weaker than me, like mm -hmm. smaller than me, um, or like less experienced than me. Okay. You kind of lower down your intensity. Because okay. it's just not fair. It's like if I, you know, fight, whatever. Yeah. So you never really are really trying to rip someone's head off. Like, I mean, you, you could, but it's, I don't know. It's Okay. So are you saying that if you were to roll with a brown belt girl, you're saying that she's lowering her intensity on you? She's definitely lowering her skill. Like, I don't know about, she might use a lot of her strength mm. because you, you might be like, close to strength or you might be even stronger but okay so just give me an idea of what in a what if scenario if you were to let's say go to a tournament where it's like you have to do your best at every position or whoever you're fighting yeah. let's say you rolled with a black belt girl well in a turn you wouldn't do that in a tournament because they'll match no, no, you I, up I, i'm just i just want oh, i just yeah. want to gauge your your the strength of a guy versus the strength of a girl well, you'll be stronger than her. It's just so. Couldn't you just like pin her down and like just? But but that's the whole. The thing is, is that it's such a technical sport that mm -hmm. you can't just pin. Like she'll just move. Yeah, yeah, she'll I know. I'm I'm trying to play this in my head. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I, and if you really are trying to, if you're gonna really go for it, she's gonna go for it too, and she could like really like like rip your arm hard you know like so you yeah 
you better be ready to like <laughs> you know like if you're that's how it sometimes it goes like that like in a fight like if you're rolling yeah the other person is like really like trying to kill you like sometimes you match their intensity and it turns into like oh like a clash like oh i see you know so the point is is that to stay calm chilled and mm-hmm. uh but yeah like if i go against a younger person or or like a small girl yeah like i just i just take it easier you know and if i feel like oh sh- like i could raise up my intensity yeah i i do that to okay. like make it but okay so have you do you have experience with something like that do you have experience rolling with a girl who is just like really oh, I, good yeah i rolled with like like everybody like a giant like huge guy a black belt like many many black belt women like uh-huh. many like you if i fought like teens who are like like basically destroying me oh wow um like every like all the situations happened old people like uh-huh. uh, and you get like you get destroyed by every type of person basically yeah do they have tournaments that are like women and women versus men just any go for all like no no they always keep it keep that separate uh-huh. women and men but you you fight women all the time in uh in class and yeah i get i get destroyed really oh that's so interesting to me because i can't just just my brain doesn't have that experience in it so like i can't comprehend wrestling with a girl and getting outdone yeah and it's also like if you take away that like like the super tense like air, you you pushing everything you have and just mm. play a technical game you realize that they're way better technically mm. so yeah you could maybe power out of something but you're just it's you're just using like it's not even uh you're like i don't know so so then based on this is it's for example like a black belt a black belt jujitsu practitioner a female black jujitsu practitioner can walk down the street late at night mm-hmm. and not have to worry about getting jumped that that's just that's just the reality then well i wouldn't say she w- wouldn't have to worry about it okay well she could worry about it but she could also be like i don't i'm in a position where i will win if if i do get i mean it's gonna be scary but some guy is gonna jump me who just for one probably has no stamina two doesn't even know like how to wrestle someone down yeah like what what she has is a lot better chance of escape i would say for sure Uh like it's in terms of like if she wants to run away she has like a much higher chance to get out Mm. to keep them off or or to like get untangled and run Uh that's that for sure she has but if you want to engage into like i'm gonna destroy like some creep in the alley yeah like you don't know like how big this guy is if he hits you yeah, hard yeah because yeah because yeah, that's the one thing that doesn't happen you, you guys don't get hit when you practice yeah so and the idea is like you kind of learn how humbling it is to be like kind of dominated by somebody physically like that yeah so you never you actually understand how you don't want to 
trying to beat somebody up like it's like mm-hmm. a very brutal thing so yeah. if anything you're gonna like it'll just help you like stay safe you know okay that's um, yeah that's that's what i keep telling my friends that if you have a daughter make sure you put them in jiu-jitsu if you want to if you want to feel safe with them going out at night it's much easier for me as a, in a jiu-jitsu like to like get somebody off mm-hmm. and and like have the distance to get out that's like much safer and but yes like if i was to fight myself yeah like my identical self i would like and i want to hurt myself <laughs> i can like very easily but okay um just you, of, you're saying that just because you know like your own strength level yeah yeah like i know what you're capable of yeah and how much jiu-jitsu like i could like i completely will dominate my old self <laughs> no for real like that's a really abstract way of thinking because then the other person the other self would be like well i could do the same no but they can't like if we were to go to to roll yeah yeah um, okay so hold on let me ask you this how did when you started montreal how did you get into it why did you get into it why did you start i think well for two reasons like one is i was like watching ufc and i was like oh this looks good and i also like i don't want to get hit like a boxing kind of sport okay, like i yeah. always tell people i get a dodgeball in the face and i'm like i'm good like <laughs> that that felt yeah. awful like i don't want to feel that so one thing is like oh i could like grappling looks like that could be fun there's like no mm. striking it's like a kind of uh yeah because yeah because the thing with boxing is that it's like i looked a little bit into boxing and just the whole striking thing is an art it's it's crazy like how like when you learn how to fight with your arms with your hands because a majority of fights are either people swinging or wrestling right nobody's kicking so um if you know how to strike you can really win a fight easily if you know how to guard yourself and throw a right punch to like put a guy down oh for sure um but the problem with the whole learning boxing is that uh, even though you're wearing the the headgear, you're getting hit in the head a lot and your brain is moving around a lot. Mm-hmm. So your brain is constantly moving. So that's definitely <laughs> not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, jiu-jitsu is always like, for me, it's, it's not even because I'm a fan, because I'm a huge fan of Brazilian jiu-jitsu, but it's just, it feels like it's always the, the, the thing to do, the way to go if you're going to get into like a sport. Mm-hmm. that and swimming I have, <laughs> I have these two things um yeah yeah but um yeah like that, that video you sent me the other day of where the guy stopped a burglar oh yeah because he he let him go at first because okay so let me just just for people who are listening so in this video this guy comes home to his dad's house right and he sees a guy coming out of the, the house yeah and he's like what the hell so he thought he was this guy is like some sort of drug addict or he's like on crack or something and he just lets him go he's like get out of here so the guy mm-hmm. leaves he goes in the house and there's a mess in the house mm-hmm. then he chases him he comes out and chases him and he's like okay i'm just gonna chase this guy until he runs out of gas and when he runs out of gas he grabs him oh is that how he, he just chased him like till he got tired yeah <laughs> <laughs> which he did and he didn't because this guy in jiu-jitsu you build some good stamina Right. And then he brings him back home, and then he, he goes up to his dad. He's like, Dad, did you know this guy was in the house? The guy's like, no, blah, blah, blah. He's like, okay, you're going to go to jail. And then that's when he starts fighting. 
yeah. and then the guy just like submits him to the ground until the cops come yeah and he like, kind of demonstrated what happened like what the guy tried to do like he tried to roll this way and then i grabbed this arm and then he tried to move and then i he was mm -hmm. gonna bite me so i put him in a position where he couldn't bite me and yeah i thought that that was the most interesting part about it is that how he said like and then he kind of like rushed me and this happened yeah and that's how i decided to deal with that and then you see like how he just kind of nullified every position yeah 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 and you know the thought yeah you know you should send me that you should send me that video actually you know i probably still have it i'm going to put it in the link and the details of the of the podcast yeah yeah so people i don't know whoever wants can click it just on. shows you how much he was able to think yeah in such a crazy moment that's what i okay see i don't know if someone said this i don't think i came up with this but i think Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is like a chess match. Yeah, it's yeah. like you're constantly trying to solve a puzzle of what the other person's trying to do, and mm -hmm. and the good thing is that you've got the mental training to be in that position, this crazy intense, sweaty wrestling position, and still be able to think. Because for me, example, if I was to like get into a fight with someone on the street and I end up on the ground, for me, I would just go into survival mode, right? Mm -hmm. Where I'd be mm -hmm. like, I need to beat this guy up and I need to get out. Whereas mm -hmm. someone who's Jiu-Jitsu is like, okay, well, his arm is here, I can like grab it here. You know, dude, it, that guy is a black belt, so he had like, you know, whatever, roughly. 10 oh, he was years. a black belt. Yeah, he had. I don't remember that. Ten years of the, yeah. <laughs> the study of of that, yeah. like ten years, and yeah. he, these are not like, you know, fake ten. These are like ten years where he goes against other black belts, against brown belts. Like people want to yeah. like choke him to death. You know, like. like yeah. Yeah. And, and, so, I, and I, I like the, that he thought about even getting bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a thing that you have to worry about as a jiu-jitsu guy who gets into a fight in the street because it's there's all these things that are are okay to do now. Someone can punch you, someone can kick you, someone can bite you. Yeah, but if you picture, like, basically what's happening is, like, he's fighting whatever, some <laughs> random dude, right, who's mm -hmm. just going nuts. Yeah. And he he can see every move so easily and he's not panicked in that state mm -hmm. so that's why he could add the oh he might he might bite me so i better like uh put him here mm. you know it's like even though it's new he's so ahead of him in terms of like yeah, yeah. that chess match yeah is that he's like he could add like oh this guy is crazy he might have like a disease so uh i better yeah. like stay away from his fingernails like you could like just add that yeah, in yeah, yeah. because you're you're not in like oh, oh what's happened like he's okay. grabbing my leg he's grabbing my leg yeah it's like you're calm and you've been there so many times you're like oh like dude this is a horrible entry <laughs> you know like that you're doing <laughs> yeah like, like this is not is gonna it, work and i think jiu-jitsu also attracts some intelligent people too i think yeah yeah yeah. Right. Because I know. Yeah. I don't know if you know who Sam Harris is. Do you know Sam Harris? Yeah. 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 The yeah. Podcast guy, right? That's right. Well. Oh, wait, he does Sam podcasts. Harris. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah. podcasts, but he's like a neuroscientist, neuroscientist, yeah. psychologist. Yeah. Not psychologist. Psych. Neuroscientist. I'm gonna I'm gonna get roasted by people who actually know him, but yeah, he's like a super intelligent guy, and he does jujitsu, and he he talks about it in his podcast, where he's like, it's almost like meditation, because it's like your brain is working and. You're in yeah. touch with this part of your brain that you would never be. Yeah, yeah. And Joe Rogan, obviously. There's a lot of there's a lot of smart people. There's like a like a really high level chess player, actually. Like. Oh really? Uh, there's, wow. I wonder if that's like beneficial. There's 
like a lot of times when you're rolling it looks like you you're just like looking at the position like you're like okay he's okay. holding my hand like his leg is here and you're just like you're like what if i like you're just trying th like it's like a puzzle it's a puzzle yeah, yeah. solving a puzzle you're not who was in the, the, who was the guy that you sent me or i sent you the one where he um rolled with all these korean guys and the oh uh the one of the gracie guys right yeah um, do you know his name henner gracie I yeah think? that might be it he has his own well there's a there's a gracie club in korea right like they own yeah there's a gracie club like uh, everywhere but that's, okay that was the main one for him okay so this LA. guy that was rolling with all these black belts yeah. he seemed like he was rolling with white belts the way yeah. he was handling them yeah, yeah what like what what was that these well, guys were like the teachers in the club the instructors in the club well the, these guys are like he's the grandson of helio gracie the creator of brazilian jiu-jitsu yeah and their whole family is like it's a martial arts family like they're just like from age five they're being taught yeah. by black belts mm -hmm. like it's yeah, like the ultimate the it's like spart it's like the spartan <laughs> of the spartan yeah. so they're and they do it all the time like it's just their life like their life is that mm -hmm. okay i guess that's the difference yeah, yeah the other crazy. guys learned it you know they they're like they played yeah. soccer in high school and then they you know but these guys are like born yeah yeah and, into and it. it was weird it was funny because he's like yeah this guy is like the fourth time BJJ oh, champion. champion blah 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 yeah. and then yeah. he just did, yeah and i was counting on it. like a few of them he finished in like less than a minute yeah yeah it's uh dude like it's it's nuts because like i'm kind of like okay so i'm blue right i can mm -hmm. take a new white belt and i it'll look like like it's like i'm just playing with him like no <laughs> danger you know uh -huh. right like complete like whatever yeah then you take a purple belt he could do the same to me okay oh wow where i'm like what the hell like i'm trying all my like everything i know i'm like trying and uh -huh. he's still like just just everywhere i don't want him to be then a brown belt does that to that purple belt yeah like and i watch this i'm like holy shit the brown belt is just destroying the guy who just destroyed me yeah. and then the black belt and it just keeps do that keeps happening yeah. so not only do i not even understand what the purple belt is doing to me but like now it's beyond me what the brown <laughs> belt is doing to that guy and how and how the black belt is destroying the brown belt like it's like yeah. i'm already like i can't even understand it's not like oh they know this move and this move it's like i don't even know what they know yeah, like yeah, how yeah. they're putting it together yeah yeah because so so then when you go to class um yeah how does it work like do you guys like sit down and he goes through moves in front of you demonstrate and then you guys practice on each other the usual class starts with a, a warm-up um and then there is uh a technique so mm -hmm. you kind of gather in like a whatever a little semicircle. they show a technique mm -hmm. then you partner up you go try it then back to the technique where you, you add something else like okay now that you did this you try this Mm -hmm. okay go back practice a little bit come back like maybe a third part to it go back practice and then like finish off with like a couple rolls like 
or sometimes they do specific where they like specifically start from these positions where we are we just did the class on mm-hmm. kind of try it but now you could resist like you could, don't let him have it you know yeah. or like try other things try what happens so it's like more specific and then sometimes it'll just be rules okay and sometimes classes are the whole thing will be technique so there won't be any roles it'll be just learning and then okay. the next class like the next hour would be rolling or the next hour could be drilling where it's you're just going through you're not like learning the moves you're just doing mm-hmm. movements like repeatedly then you oh i see so it's it's and it's a, l- a little bit varies from school to school um, okay do, so do you typically have uh, the same coach uh, there, there's like a, you know the head instructor for the mm-hmm. for the school, and then there's like other instructors, and uh, so it depends on what class you go to. It's like who teaches that class. Basically. Oh, I see. And and you you can go like any time, right? Any day, all day, every day. Yeah, this like my school is really good because they have a ton of times. Like mm. every day, there's like morning, lunch like evening classes on the weekends okay. there's like always classes almost okay so you find oh, whatever cool. works for you yeah yeah that's uh, something i might really want to get into at some point but we'll see um so i was who's who's the guy that uh, trains um joe rogan um who who gave him his black belt yeah isn't that his coach Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I think he got, yeah, his black belt from so Eddie is, Bravo. So who's the best guy right now? Is there one that's... Right, there's a uh, Gordon Because Eddie Bravo was crazy, man. Like that Yeah. That video I saw of him, who was he, who was he rolling? Oh, with? he was fighting that Gracie guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, oh, I'm going to bring that up right now. Well, I, he has got, he's got a cool name. Um... But that was that's old too, right? That's a few, that's yeah. maybe like a decade ago. Right? There's a lot of Royler Royler Gracie. Yeah, Royler Gracie. Because he wins the first one, and then what happens? He rolls with him again, and he. What happens in the second one? He I think he, he basically like gets him in the worst position for the Gracie guy, mm-hmm. and he. I think the clock just runs out, but. I think he's he's popping his knee in and out. The guy just refused to tap. Oh, like, I see. Like he was in a horrible position, and he just his, didn't want to tap. He destroyed his knee. Like it was like he put him in something called the vaporizer. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I don't know because it's that's a different uh, from a different school. They have different names for things. Uh, okay. But but he's like. He put him in like some insane knee like thing, and was that said, is that the second one? That's the second time they rolled. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. And uh, a lot of, I hear like a lot of the high level people they just they'll like refuse to tap, just to like so that they won't lose. Yeah, they'd rather like dislocate their knee. Right, and, I mean, which is the dumbest the dumbest thing I think you can do, because yeah. it's like that's your bread and butter. <clears throat> Like guys in UFC who won't tap to an armbar because an armbar is known to be like a, if you get an arm if you get armbarred you're like a rookie because it's the or or armbar and a rear naked choke 
Well, I don't know. Well, that's what Thing was saying. Um, uh, I'm so bad with names. Uh, Matt? Matt Hughes. In, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he was like, yeah, if you get rear naked choked, like, it's the rookie I, I will never tap. And he got rear naked choked by, I think, uh, by GSP. Right, and he just passed out. And he just <laughs> It's like, dude, you're gonna, you're gonna die. Like, yeah. And who's the? Uh, what's the other guy's name? Uh, Nogueira. Uh-huh. In he got. Uh, I don't know who he was. Uh, in UFC, he got his arm like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Popped because Wait, he like wouldn't tap. F- Frank Mir or something. Yeah, Frank Mir. That's right. Yeah, he just destroyed his arm. I'm like, what are you doing? Do you want to fight again? <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, th- I maybe at that level, there's some kind of honor thing that i don't understand well i just think i just think these guys are so highly especially the brazilian guys i think they're just so highly regarded in their own country yeah that it's they would lose all of that if they went back because that's all they have i mean brazil it's either you're a good uh jiu-jitsu practitioner or you're nothing right because <laughs> that's their thing in brazil yeah. so yeah. and the top guys in brazil are really like well respected and stuff so now you go to the states and you get you lose in your own sport, yeah, and yeah. then you know you tap. It's like the ultimate. But it's still here, heavily dominated by Brazilians. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, like I'm looking here because didn't Eddie Bravo um, bring this thing with the flexibility that none of the Brazilians were like familiar with or something? I read something like that. He yeah his his whole style is very like flexible based, and. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of new movements where he kind of almost pretty much invented like new new ways of oh. moving and new new guards like the rubber guard is like eddie bravo oh, yeah yeah yeah. like i saw this it says there's a video on youtube that says eddie bravo explains the rubber guard to ricks and gracie yeah 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 wow because sometimes you know they it's like you're like you're trying to be respectful to the gracies and you're like hey i really like you guys are the best but like what do you think of this? Like, I kind of came up with it, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it works. So he's, he's just trying to, yeah. Okay. Trying to show him something new. Yeah. Like, Cause I saw, I saw when, in, when he was rolling, when he was fighting Royler Gracie, he had his leg in this crazy position. And Joe Rogan was talking about this. He's like, he, he's your flexibility. is like kind of what won you that. Cause no matter what he was doing to you, you could like flex yeah. your way out of it. But he said that he, that the Gracie guy didn't even know what he was after. Like, what do he you was, mean? like he was kind of slowly baiting him into that position, like to mm-hmm. put him into it, oh. and that guy didn't see the threat of it. Like he was like, he didn't oh. understand that that's what he wanted. So uh-huh. it it was like a position that was new to him. Like he didn't know, like the rubber guards sometimes, like someone does the rubber guard on you and you, you've never practiced rubber guard. You'd be like, what is this? Why are you putting your leg here? And then like, oh, what? Oh, and then it's like suddenly gets worse and worse, you know, but at first you're like, what what is is the rubber guard? Explain what the rubber guard is. It'll be, it's very hard to explain it like just in words, but. Okay, just try. (laughs) You know what a guard is? Okay, sorry, before you start. The video that I played, Eddie Bravo explains the rubber guard to Rickson Gracie. Yeah. It's in, like, I think Eddie Bravo's house in a pool hall. Like, he's got a pool table and Joe Rogan's there. Yeah, that's Joe Rogan's uh, studio or whatever. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay, so go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you know what a full guard is? Yeah. 
So I'm on the bottom and I have my legs around you, right? Right. I'll look okay. around your body. I call that missionary, but go on. <laughs> yeah. So then, uh, then you kind of reach uh, over his head or whatever, bring, uh -huh. bring him down, break his posture. So now he's kind of like uh, right on top of you. Yeah. Okay. And, and you're like pulling him down. You have mm -hmm. your legs around him, right? Okay. And then so the rubber guard would begin by like you raising your legs up to where your arms are so your arms can hold oh, your legs. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah, then, yeah. and then you start to bring your leg like all the way behind his neck, like uh -huh. roughly, I'm saying this all roughly. Okay. And then uh, it's like, so now you're like, your legs and your arms are like really like securing his like top half. Uh-huh. And then you could like thread your foot like around under his throat. Under his throat, then use your own hand from behind and now you're like <laughs> now he's like stuck in between your shin and like yeah yeah your, yeah your your form and his posture is broken. So you're you're like inside this like crazy pretzel. Wow. Yeah, it's funny because as you were saying it, he was doing it. So it was like as if you were commentating on the actual video. It's funny. Yeah. Um and whoever's listening probably had like no idea what you're saying. So, oh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna link this as well, link this video as well. Yeah, because I'm watching him do it. So he brought one leg behind his neck, grabbed his own foot, mm -hmm. and then he slips the other leg under his throat. Mm -hmm. And then at this point, he could just like push his, grab the back of his head and push it into his foot that's on his throat. Yeah, yeah. Wow, and and there's like a ton of things you could do from yeah that. yeah that's funny you say that like from there he went into like an arm bar he went into like this crazy kimura, and I don't even know the rubber guard so like, do they teach the rubber guard at your at your thing? No, they don't. But there's a, there's like the guard and there's a ton of attacks just from the regular guard, mm -hmm. uh, like full guard. So why why is there a reason why a rubber guard? Do you think it's it's just there's so much. There's so many styles and techniques that it's like if you don't, if that's not how you, you know, your style of playing, mm -hmm. it's like you don't, you're not teaching it because you can't like teach every single right, variation yeah, yeah. on everything. Um, but wow. I, I like the the guard as a position because it's a, it's very like it's you have a lot of control and it's pretty secure like you yeah because uh, i'm sure people who don't really know the sport and watch they see a lot of guys just grabbing people and like pulling them to the ground and on top of them yeah and it looks stupid but yeah to someone who doesn't know well that's the thing it's like it may look stupid or whatever from a if you're like from a distance watching yeah. but once you're in it and you're trying to get, <laughs> you just, you're You'll understand. Like, you'll understand. Like there's, here's, there's nothing stupid about you tapping, because yeah. you're literally gonna be choked, choked yeah, unconscious, yeah, yeah. like all of a yeah. sudden, you know. That's funny. I'm watching him. I'm still watching him do stuff to, showing the great, Ricks and Gracie all these like things that he can do with the rubber guard. Yeah. It's he. Well, for one, he's super flexible, but it it shifts into so many other things. But you know what? It you don't even have to be that flexible. Like, it's it's okay. flexibility, but it's you don't have to be like. Uh -huh. You don't have to do the splits or anything. Like okay. I can do rubber guard. Well, like, is there more. a lot? Is there a lot of? Um, do they make you guys stretch a lot? 
Like, is flexibility part of jujitsu? Because in, in like taekwondo karate, that's the point to get you as flexible as possible. It it is, but we could spend more time on it. But it's just like it's also like a little bit of a you don't have time to do you know like pe- like some people are just coming in from work they want to do mm. an hour and leave like yeah. Yeah, if yeah, you want to get it, into it, you should like spend time on flexibility and spend time mm-hmm. on this and this and this. Uh, yeah, because there was times where like in Taekwondo, I would go in and the entire class, maybe like 10 minutes at the end, but the entire class would be spent on stretching. We have it's... a we have a class called Gymnastica Naturale, which is, it kind of evolved out of jiu-jitsu mixed with yoga. Oh. And it's it's basically like a jiu-jitsu yoga. And it wow. it works on positions that are like common in jujitsu, like where your body would be, where you uh-huh. would need flexibility, and it's like a flowing kind of. It's very interesting. It's okay. Um, cool. It's yeah, and so that class is primarily, I would say, that works flexibility. I'd, I'd imagine there'd be a lot of girls in that class. Yeah, yeah. There's girls. <laughs> yeah. The girls are like, they like the, you know, like the whatever. Yeah. The yoga style class they come in. Right. Okay. Um, but it's like the the Gracies, they, uh, they're very well known for doing yoga and doing very good stretching, like crazy breath work. Oh, okay. Like they did do a lot of that early on. Mm-hmm. Um they have like crazy flexibility. They do that like breathing, you know, when your stomach goes like in, like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And starts doing. Oh, what's these. the purpose of that? Do you know? It's it's too it's uh you're controlling your breathing so you could you oh, could okay. be f- efficient with your oxygen when you breathe. Oh okay. And in a fight, you there's a way to breathe like to be more efficient because my first tournament, I got extremely tired like extremely tired and i realized i wasn't even breathing like what would happen is i would get that rush of adrenaline and i would go and i'd hold my air and i would just hold on as hard as i could okay and and whatever like i won the match but then i was i was done like i I was i didn't know how i could do another match after that and then i realized it was my breathing like was completely out of control yeah, yeah. So you have to work on your breathing and the the higher levels you they breathe like <sighs> when they're so rolling. Is that, so is that something that you went back into like your gym and worked on? Yeah, cuz I that was like my biggest flaw in that tournament was that the I breathing. the breathing. Yeah. And I have the similar I have a similar experience with that in my first tournament with taekwondo. Oh yeah. Because at the time I didn't have straight teeth cuz I didn't have braces. So uh-huh. the mouth guard wouldn't sit in my mouth properly. Okay. And my mouth was open the whole time. And I was breathing through my mouth and my mouth got really dry. Uh-huh. So I kind of, because of that, it was bothering me. I think I just naturally went towards not breathing because I'm like, this is really screwing with my mouth. Uh-huh. And I was so gassed out. I was so gassed out. And this is someone, I was someone who like played like soccer, uh, bike to school and did taekwondo at night. I was really, you know, yeah. my stamina was really good, but. In the tournament, I gassed out because I couldn't control my breathing. Yeah, yeah. It's huge. And sometimes, like, y- you don't know until you, like, compete. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah, because it's a totally different experience. Yeah, because it's like for some reason you're all nervous, right? Like yeah. you you could have been practicing for two years and you're all confident, and then it happens for real, like let's say a street fight or something, and then you get nervous and then you forget mm. to breathe, right? And all yeah. of a sudden, so that's why I think it's it's good to compete. Is you you're right? You see how you perform under more stress than like that's, the relaxed class. That's like. something that applies to everything. I think because it's if it's something that you practice and you're really good at, but you don't put yourself in a challenging position and to see if you can do those same things, yeah, you don't really know it because, mm -hmm. um, well, for one, taekwondo and like you said, jujitsu, and I, uh, uh, same thing with uh, motorcycle. When I had my motorcycle, mm -hmm. I, I considered myself an okay rider. I could ride in the street. I could make turns and stuff. But they were like, if you go to the track, you'll realize how little you know. Mm -hmm. Because you're in a position where you're going, you can go so fast. There's no stop sign. There's people behind you who are trying to like enjoy their track day, and you gotta like move. Mm -hmm. So you gotta learn how to lean properly. And so unless you put yourself in that position where you get nervous and really like push it, mm -hmm. that's when you know you're good at something. Yeah, that you can improve a lot more. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember when I was getting my motorcycle license the on the day of, the guy was like, I I highly recommend everyone here to get their license and go to the track instantly take your bikes and go to the track and everybody was like what i don't want to die and go to the track what are you crazy and the guy's like no that's where you will learn everything on how to control your bike yeah you won't you get to do it in the street because you don't have time because in the street if you fall you're dead someone will run you over uh-huh and you don't but have anyway. to push the pace on the track right you could just like i mean you'll push it but it's not well like the thing is that you think you don't have to but you do have to because people are behind you yeah because yeah, yeah. you, you're not going to be on the track by yourself right, right. there's going to be all these pros who are like really good and just want to like enjoy their time and you're aware of this and you're like oh my god i better get out of this guy's way so you kind of like fall into this position where you have to do the things that you have to do to become a good rider right right well same thing with martial arts i mean like you do all this you every day you're at the gym in your comfort level and then you go to the tournament and this guy is like trying to destroy you so yeah and it, it's you're still like a like for jiu-jitsu, you're still a human being who gets nervous. So, and you're practicing a martial art. So, why not experience a little bit of what it would actually mm -hmm. feel like to in, to be in a fight, which the closest thing is a tournament, and it's still by by way far safer than a street fight. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So I was I just gonna say like you could go out and pick fights. <laughs> yeah, but it's. You know what I it's also really good is it's it's basically like it's fighting but it's fighting in a controlled environment mm -hmm. even jujitsu by itself it's yeah like fighting. no one's trying to punch you in the face or bite yeah. you and it's it's bizarre because uh, a fight on the street where you're like trying to hurt each other it's it's almost like it's such a crazy chaotic place like why would anyone want to do that Mm -hmm. But the same thing, but take it in a controlled context is like extremely beneficial for you. Yeah. yeah. So, so one extreme is like chaos and you're an idiot, whatever. And it's yeah. super dangerous. And in a controlled environment, it like makes you grow, gives you confidence. It's like so strange. Right. It, but it's still just, you're just learning to fight basically. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. But. So let's see, what are we at now? We're at the 50, mark, 50 minute mark. Yeah. so is, is there anything that you want to talk about that we haven't brought up uh, anything specific 
Your your wife also does <laughs> jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. I got her into it. Yeah, that was fun. Like I came over to your house and you guys rolled, and I'll, I'll never forget this. You you were rolling and uh, and she's like, she's a white belt. Yeah. But she had you in a weird position because you underestimated her, and she's super flexible. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like, whoa, she, because you then because you looked at me, you're like, this is a really bad position. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes they're like, oh, this is. No, there's no danger here bam like <laughs> yeah. you're like in a triangle or something yeah that's so cool that she's doing it that's awesome yeah um yeah it's i don't know it's it has a lot of benefits and and more than anything more than anything it's like a really good um confidence booster for like life yeah. um like you, you were asking me why I got into it. Like the one reason was UFC. But right. the second reason was that I actually was afraid of that confrontation. It was like a, it was like a mental insecurity, you know? And, okay. um, I what had confrontation? some, what do you mean? Like, a like to be in a fight, I was like terrified to be oh, in a fight. Okay. And like, as a, in childhood, I remember like a couple of instances where I was like, almost got into a fight and i was like super scared because i was just afraid of getting hurt or whatever and afraid of that confrontation and i couldn't think and it was just it felt horrible and then once you like learn to to do that or to be in that environment it's it's like really like lets you become comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm and um it lets you but I, yeah i noticed that with, with jiu-jitsu I, I can't i guess i can't just say for everyone but there it doesn't seem like the guys in it are very egotistical i could be wrong what mm-hmm. do you think no i agree a lot of it takes a lot of those crazy egotistical people out because in order to for them to move up like uh, go up in rank yeah they're gonna get submitted so they're gonna get humbled so if you're not okay with getting destroyed constantly yeah you're gonna get frustrated and leave like you can't handle that much defeat (laughs) okay like you really have to be okay with losing Mm -hmm. like some people you roll with and these are like new people and you roll with them and you like tap them out or whatever or just to get a nice sweep on them and they're like shit like you could hear that they're upset oh and you're like (laughs) you're like dude it's it's fine like this there's nothing wrong with this like this is gonna happen like so much that you you should just let this go like your frustration yeah like you should still strive to learn and it's not like whatever but yeah, if you have an yeah. ego that doesn't like to be, to lose or whatever, it's gonna kind of weed you out by itself because there's no way you're gonna get destroyed by everybody. Like humble. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it humbles you, I guess. Yeah. But no matter what, there's still, you're gonna still find, like douches at every level. You know, like. Yeah, of course. Yeah. They, they slip, I... th- slip through. <laughs> they slip through. <laughs> Yeah, in Taekwondo it was the same. I mean, there was, well, I'd say there was a, a lot of ego 
see with Taekwondo, I found that a lot of people who were high level, they were really shit because they just quickly got up to where they were, mm-hmm. and um, and they had this like false sense of confidence that's so unwarranted. I'm like, like dude, if you go out, you, you someone jumps you, you're destroyed, right? Because mm-hmm. I remember there was one guy that started with me. He was an older guy. He was like a dad, you know. Yeah, he was maybe in his forties. And uh, within like two years, they had him running the class. Like I'd come in and there was like no no instructor, so he'd be running the class because he was a black belt, mm-hmm. and he could barely kick. <laughs> and he had this really ego, like this huge ego. Like he was walking over everyone when they were like stretching, and he was just, yeah. Or he just enjoyed like. Yeah, he had this like charge. status, like his yeah. status. Yeah. Yeah. So. But yeah. Um, okay, I guess. We could probably end it here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, anything else before we? Uh, no. Do you want to ask the other guy in our podcast? <laughs> if he... So, what do you think? <laughs> I told him, I'm like, dude, go join. Uh, I would, I would always tell everybody to to try it out at, yeah. at least try it because it's um, it's also very fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, um. There's a lot of there's benefits. a there's a gym close to me like like maybe fifteen minute drive it's pretty big too yeah for me it's been like up there at the very top of things that a human being should should do oh wow <laughs> that's a big so, statement it's a big statement but you know maybe it works for me more personally I don't know but yeah uh, everyone who gets into it is like dude like this is very it's very fun it's it's uh, yeah i don't know yeah when because uh, right now i work full-time and i have school full-time when i think when school ends mm-hmm. i might actually do it because i'll I, i'll have nothing to do when i come home from work it's like and i'm tired of going to this regular gym it's just a routine of working out has become really boring so yeah. and it, it doesn't have to be such a brutal there's a way to train that if you know if you're concerned about injury or whatever mm-hmm. there's a way to be a lot healthier than it in a way it's like if you want to like get really good fast your injury rate might oh, increase because yeah. right. if you're gonna push it and go after people like crazy and push your body then you're also increasing your chances of injury but if you if you just go calmly like you tap early you don't put yourself you don't try to survive a crazy position. Yeah. You just tap, you know, like rest. You don't go all the time. Yeah. You're going to be a, like, it's, I, ha- I haven't had, I had like tweaks where it's like, oh, my finger hurt because it got like extended or something oh. like that or for a week or my foot got a little yeah. bit like, oh, <laughs> but um, nothing crazy. Have you ever had the what is it the infections? What what do you get from? Oh, like staff or ring. Staff infection. What is it? What's the second one? Ringworm. Ringworm. What's that? I don't know. It sounds so scary. It sounds ringworm. disgusting. Uh, no, I I haven't had it. You hear of people having it. Um, if you don't train that often, it like your chances are less. And I always okay. So how does it happen? It's because like the like kind of like a rug burn almost. Like no, I think it's 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 kind of like a bacteria in it lives in that like humid 
sweaty environment oh okay so but like the the way to go about it is like take showers like right after wash your ghee wash your clothes oh. just stay clean i thought i thought it was something to do with the fact that you rub against the mat and you like get like a rug burn on your on your skin and that's why people wear the the, the tights underneath their ghee uh yeah rash guard um rash guard oh yeah the rash it might if maybe i don't know maybe if you have like a cut it might make it easier for you to get something but mm-hmm. i think it's a cleanliness thing so okay. if you keep yourself clean you like wear like little slippers so you're not walking on the floor uh, okay put your socks in your shoes like you just take a shower after class you're like <laughs> okay so it's just oh, a lot better hygiene yeah because uh, one thing is you in class you're like you're you're just drenched in sweat like your mm. ghee is soaked if you do ghee uh. if you do no ghee you're just like you're just sliding like it looks like yeah. it rained on you like completely wow. and you're rolling with that other person and that other person is completely drenched and then yeah. you so you know like he rolled with another <laughs> guy who rolled with another guy you it's so it multiplied so you're like rolling you technically like exchanged sweat with i don't even know how many people like the whole wow. gym or something or yeah, yeah. by the end of class <laughs> okay so just take a shower and <laughs> that's, that's funny w- advice wash your clothes and yeah. you're good like you know and then like rest stretch uh and then like the only thing i would say is if you're gonna want to start if you're in like zero shape just work up to some kind of shape because it's gonna be like very physical mm-hmm. uh so but for you you already go to the gym yeah you know so that's already good but i'm just saying like if if you had nothing like if you're on the couch and you go up Mm -hmm. you could like strain something because all of a sudden you're like twisting in some strange way yeah 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 and and yeah but if you just start easy and like don't go don't go nuts just tap like yeah, yeah, if you're yeah. in a bad position put tap. your ego leave your ego at home yeah like leave that. your ego at home and everyone will be nice to you and mm-hmm. yeah and it's like okay. it'll be fine you know okay cool yeah man all right so this was oh wow we hit the one hour mark i, I mean i'm sure we could go like talking about this all day but yeah, there'd yeah. be a lot of pauses and gaps that yeah. i don't really want to edit <laughs> that's fine but um so yeah we'll end it here and then uh this is this is uh, this this show i guess this podcast is something that we just do whenever we feel like so right. we don't have like a scheduled episodes so i would generally on my other podcasts i say like join us next week where we talk about blah 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 but yeah. this is not probably going to happen we're, we'll just figure out a topic and then get together and just do it whenever we feel like yeah yeah so if you're listening so, in the car hope you had a good good little drive yeah. and uh made a left turn into a jiu-jitsu gym <laughs> yeah look into it there's jiu-jitsu gyms everywhere yeah and and uh, they they all usually give you like a free week to try okay. so you could always try there you and, go yeah okay so right. we'll end it here thanks for listening guys and bye-bye bye-bye say bye but i will <laughs> say it bye <laughs> okay bye guys <laughs>